1: Get Cox Internet, powered by fiber, with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data, fixed median download speeds, USQ3 2023.
2: And this will take us, uh, well, a couple of seconds from the end of the game. I don't think they're going to even make them snap it. And they won't. And you got the Bears who figured to win the game by about three, and that's exactly what they did. If you know what i mean. I know I was, you know what I'm. Mean. I sure of do. <laughs> and I always marvel at it. And
1: we get outside after the game. I'm like, how? How's it's, that?
2: They just the fluctuates. I mean, it fluctuates a little bit. So I say about three. Yeah.
3: It's Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score and on 670 The in Odyssey Station. Three and a
4: half was the line. Bears fell short of it. Gabe Ramirez here on the Plumbers 911 Football Monday on a Friday, presented by BC Bank and It's Not a GameIllinois.com. Taking your phone calls all night long. We're going all the way till 5 in the morning. 312 644 67 67. I know Olin Kroots, Pat Manley, Zach Zayman just did a great job in the postgame. Olin's actually going to wake up in seven hours and be on with Mully and Hall uh, at 7 o'clock. Joe Fortenbaugh is going to be on at 7.45. DJ Moore and Brad Biggs on at 8 and 9 with Mully and Hall, respectively. Anthony Heron, Tim Jenkins at 11 and 1. And then with Parkinson Spiegel, Kevin Fishbane, 125. Dan Reeder, we 4 o'clock. And then Jalen Johnson going to be jumping on with the fellas at 5 p.m. Make sure you guys are here for it all day long. Bears beat the Panthers. Blowing my mind because I usually when I do these things I'm talking about a Bears loss, so it's very rare where I get an opportunity to smile a little bit, and that's what I, what we all should be doing, smiling even if it's just for a little bit. Enjoy the victory for what it's worth, and then you know we can make that we can build from here, and that's the good thing about it. All right, but uh, as I mentioned, ready to take your phone calls. Phone lines are open. We got Robbie Triano producing today, and I want to take your Bears thoughts. So many different directions you can go in. Uh, We're going to be hearing from Coach Eberflus later in the show, from Tyson Bajan as well. Tyson Bajan on the day, 20 for 33, 162 yards. Looks like a game from Justin Fields from two years ago. QBR rating of 73. Um, It was interesting because I had a little same game parlay going. You know I had to bet a little bit. Tyson Bajan's over-under for attempts was 27. Uh, That was easy. I hit... Bryce Young over nine and a half rushing yards. That was easy. Dante Foreman over seven and a half receiving yards. That was easy. He ended up with 12 yards ru- or receiving. DJ Moore, five catches, 58 yards, nine targets on a day. Darnell Mo- Mooney, after having himself a day, just two catches, 14 yards. Cole Komet, continu- continuing on his productive streak, five catches, 45 yards. But the defense was a story for the Chicago Bears. And again, we'll get into all that. Uh, later, but phone lines are open again. Three one two six forty four, sixty seven sixty seven. Gonna get to all of these and let's start. Scott from Illinois. No, no, no. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta label that better. Scott, Illinois is too big of a state. I need to know exactly where you're from. What's up, Scott?
5: Yeah, that mean, Scott. Yeah, Scott. Your name's Scott. That's oh, you, Scott. brother. Uh, you, yeah. I'm River North. All right, so, Scott from River North. Kind
4: of... All right, do me a favor, Scott. Before right. you keep talking, turn on your radio because. I want to be able to hear what
5: you Radio got to say. Off. All right, I, perfect. Off. Oh, I got, got Law and Order in the background. So turn off
4: yep, Law and so. Order then. We're talking about the Bears, Scott.
5: Come I know. On. So here's the thing, dude. The Bears, here's the thing. Die-hair Bears fan forever. Um, I think that we just, our defense looked much better today against a, probably not a great offense. But my feeling is this: is that with Justin Fields coming back, can't we, I mean, I think that we... I'm not talking about dumbing down the offense, but maybe him making, like, one, two reads, and then him being an improvisational figure because we know he throws great on the run. And I think that, like... And this is obviously pre-him getting back, but, um, you know, we may have the number one pick in the draft, which we don't necessarily have to draft a quarterback. And he... I think we've just... It's not, We're not ruining him, but let's make him a little more improvisational. And I think that, like, we don't need to have design runs. We can have some. But if we can roll him out, and I'm not talking about design rollouts. I'm saying, like, DJ Moore, Cole covered, and then rolling out. And then you're confusing DBs. You're confusing, you know, is he going to run? Is he going to throw? Who's going to become open? Is It just makes things much more... Uh, and I just don't see that happening. And I think that's a, a, a coach that is probably not like you know he's Aaron Rodgers.
4: Right, right, right. I hear you, Scott. Hold oh, on, we can't, we can't, can't, we can't go on a tangent for three minutes straight and 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 and, and say something. We got to be, we got to have a conversation about this, right? Um, saying Fields to make, you know, you want Fields to make the second and third read. I mean, he's going to, right? I mean, it might not be every time, but you know, he's that's that's literally his job is to have a first read. If that's not there, then make it to the second and third. You're talking about design roll or design runs and rolling them out. I think what you're really hoping for scott is a, is a justin fields that is that has learned something from being on the sideline for the last four weeks. That's what you really want first of all you're, you're you can't wait you're salivating at the opportunity to watch Justin fields touch the touch the the, 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 the grass so that that way you can watch him play four quarters, especially now. With this particular Bears team, which obviously is much different than one that he probably left four weeks ago. A much better, impassioned defense that is ready to play and, and contribute to a victory. And I think we all would agree that Justin Fields would have put a couple more points on the board. Might have made a mistake somewhere in there, sure. But at the same time, I think he, he is dynamic enough to where he would have been able to put some points on the board. But to your point from the very beginning, Scott, against a bad team. So ultimately, it doesn't matter. One thing I do disagree with you with, Mr. Scott, is uh, I, I do think the Bears should spend one of their first two first round picks on a quarterback. I wonder how you feel. 312, 644, 6767. It's Gabe Ramirez overnight here, live and local for you on 670, d the score. Let's go back out to the phone lines. Let's go to Mike. I need a, I need a, a, a little town next to Mike so he knows exactly who I'm talking to. Mikey there. Yes. Awesome. So, I know you think the win is meaningless, but but are there any takeaways for you whatsoever?
6: Uh, Good takeaways. Point,
4: positive takeaways.
2: No, no. I'm sorry. I just I'm I'm having trouble being positive about the Bears this year. The coaching staff, ownership. The one thing I am positive about is. That you're on the air overnight, which means <laughs> I don't have to listen to Amy Lawrence.
1: I don't know who that's that is, but. <laughs> best,
2: that's about the best thing I can come up with. I appreciate your time. Thank you.
4: No problem, Mike. That's what we do here on 670 to score. Live and local for you, especially after our Bears game. You, you know how many people are leaving bars right now? Here, let me tell you the number one thing. First of all, phone line's open. Can't wait to hear your reactions. 312 644 6767. Just like Mike said, we are here for you. Until 5 o'clock, I'm going all the way through, taking your calls, talking Bears football. But on the way here, I, I live in Oak Park now. I know. Trust me. I'm equally as disappointed. Uh, but on the way here, I st- I, I was hungry. I, was try- I tried to sleep for like 30 minutes before the after the game and before I had to come here. I stop at Danico's, I think is the name of the place. It's right there on Roosevelt and like East Avenue or something like that. There's like 100 people in there grabbing slices. And I'm like, what the hell? And then I drive down the thing. Uh, I drive down Roosevelt. I hit, I hit uh, McDonald's. There's like 50 people in the line. I'm like, what the hell is going like, on? Ha- then I'm like, of course. Everyone's leaving their friends' houses right now from watching a, a Bears game. And what do you do? You're hungry. It's exactly what you do. Um, but let's go out to the phones because I, you- I know you guys are hungry for some Bears conversations. And that's exactly what we're doing. Bears defeat the Carolina Panthers 16-13. All types of positive well, you don't know. It's positive the fact that you beat a team whose draft pick you have, and you send them further down into the doldrums of the NFL s- cellar. That's positive. Let's go to Arizona Jack, Senor Arizona. Talk to me How about. You doing? I'm chilling, man. I'm having. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm positive right now. I, I can You can't. You can't uh, even. You can't even take me down right now, Arizona Jack. All uh, right, here's what we got:
1: the Bears game. I've been a Bears fan for a long, long time. Anyway, besides that, you know they are a very boring team I saw today, and we need a, we need a more sexier coach. We gotta get rid of this coach and get a coach with a lot of energy, a lot of insight. The coach I was thinking about is Jim Harbaugh, if if we can get him from Michigan. How about that? Yeah. And also the second coach I was thinking about is another is a bigger connection also Ron Rivera. What do you think? But I think Harbaugh would be great because he's got a lot of energy and he'll put a lot of energy into our team.
4: Yeah, I think think, something. Arizona Arizona, Jack, here's what I I think you're touching on right here. And this is something that I've really tried to harp on. And it is the fact that sometimes you need someone that loves the jersey. Right? And two people you mentioned, Jim Harbaugh, Ron Rivera, two people that regardless of what you want to say about their coaching abilities, they most certainly love the jersey. Right. And coach Eberflus, I like, I don't mind coach Eberflus. I hated what he said at halftime. Do we, we need to get that clip, Robbie. You know what I'm talking about? I got something on my sleeve. Like, what the hell? Like, bro, what coach says that during a halftime? Like, you look so lame. But for those of you that were at the game and you're driving home and didn't get to watch the halftime, like, you know, the interview coaches right after the half, They interview coach Eberflus, oh, you have it? Oh, this is, this is Rob, right, great job. Pull this up. Go ahead and play it.
7: And we're excited about this second half. We got some things up our sleeves, so.
4: But what you can't see, like, see is his little 12-year-old boy smirk that he had on his face, like, hey, hey, we got something It was just so lame. Oh, my God. But, you know, a boring team because you don't have the talent, Arizona Jack. See what I'm saying? Sexier coach? Yeah, I guess you got to get a sexier coach when you have a better team. Look at the Chicago Cubs, right? Just missing the playoffs, then you replace a David Ross with a Craig Council. You don't do it when they're still ascending towards that, that playoff space area, right? But, again, I do like the fact that you bring up two coaches that do love the jersey because I think it's extremely important. 312-644-6767, taking your phone calls, and I'm here for them. And you know what I just realized? Everybody's trash because they've been watching the game all day. Like, usually when I do overnights after a Bears game, game ends at 3, people have time to sleep. I'm really talking to second and third shifters. This time, like, people actually been drinking since 7 o'clock or whatever it is. And so I'm here for it, though. I got to be honest. If you're drunk, I don't even care. Call up. I'm here for it. Speaking of Oak Park, let's go to Don. Oak Park, Don. Brutal game. Ugly game. But, Don, yes. check this out. Don, check this out, though. You're a Bears fan. The the majority of victories over the last decade or twenty years, for that matter, have been ugly. So you, you're used to this.
6: Hey, I just you know what? I, I got to tell you, it's the quarterbacking in the NFL. This is just atrocious. I'm <laughs> gonna tell you, Bryce Young is no more an NFL quarterback than I am an astronaut. Stop it. He is Bryce Young is just brutal. I mean, I know he's young. But the problem is that nobody develops these young guys. You don't start these guys fresh out of college anymore. You got to let them sit and learn from a veteran quarterback, learn from their quarterback coach. These guys aren't ready for the NFL. Bryce Young looks so slow and methodical. I mean, the speed of the game, he's probably 10 miles per hour behind everybody else. I mean, he was just moving so slowly, nothing. But I can tell you what did happen. Each one of the prospective coaches told their quarterback, "Do not turn the ball over." These guys were throwing the ball on the ball in forty forty yards outside the line. They were not going to turn that ball over. Terrible, brutal, boring game that meant absolutely nothing. Okay, but hold on, hold on, hold on, Don, hold on, Don, because I will
4: say this. Bryce Young was getting that snap, and the second he got it, it was like everything was in slow motion to him, right? The fact that the pocket was collapsing, the pocket, hold, hold on. The fact that the pocket was collapsing on him, right, he can't help that, right? The same excuses that we've been giving Justin Fields for the last two, three years. They mentioned the the, the the wide receiver room. It looks like Justin Fields a couple of years ago, but what we did see, right, cannon. The boy got a cannon. There's no doubt about that. Gets the ball out, and it gets there quickly, on a rope, Right? And and, and and he and he and he has poise, little. huh? He he's is too no. I little. agree with you. 5'10", 180 is like my ex girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not that's that's not what I want my NFL quarterback to be. You know what I'm saying?
6: Like no, he's too little, man. <laughs> like, he's not going to be able to play professional for He's too little. No, man. he's
4: going to be five. Twenty one for thirty eight, and if you could throw the ball thirty eight times, I will say this. Oak Park Don, there were a couple instances where. Like, there was one play where he took off and ran and tried to stay in bounds and, like, split defenders. And I'm like, yeah. bro, you are way too little for that. Like, you de- most too certainly little, like, you <laughs> most certainly not shouldn't be doing that. But I, it would be interesting. I, I'm excited to see what he would look like. You know what I'm saying? If he hadn't – like, let's look at C.J. Stroud. If he had Nico Collins, if he had a veteran, uh, just the like, one that he's been leaning on in Adam Thielen, but if he had Robert Woods, Tank Dell, guys that can, you know – stretch the field and, and you know, some, some good weapons. I'd be interested to see what that would look like. Dalton Schultz, like, those are good, high-quality NFL players, but it'll be interesting to see um, what he can do. But, I, but I, hey, you're right. The one thing is, you are right about is a boring game. It's a boring game. 16-13, but you know what? I'm here for it. Like I said, I'm, I'm from Chicago. I've been watching these games from the Bears. This, this, is, this, is, this feels normal. I'm back home. I get it now. That oh yeah, that this doesn't seem like I'm trying to chase a victory. Like no, if this is the recipe an inspired defensive performance, mediocre offense, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and trying to limit mistakes and, and, and oh my god. All right. Let's go back out to the phone lines 312 644-6767. Let's go out to my friend Don, not Don in Oak Park, but a different Don. Which one is this one?
6: Yeah, I'm from
4: Chicago. Oh, da, my God. Yeah, my... What's up? <laughs> How's everything going, man? You know, just out here living the dream, Me? getting to talk about the Bears Me? after a victory.
6: Man, Gabe, you are all over the place. I see you at uh, Unleashed. I see you at uh, uh, Sports Zone. You, I'm looking for all over Anytime I turn
4: on the TV, I see you. You're good, man. Thank you, man. Oh, yeah, my God. What do you think about this Bears game, Don?
6: Man, they get. Man, I love it. I don't care how they won. They won. That's the problem. Yeah, I, don't could, care, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about the statistics. Who does well. But we won. We, we won. We won over North Carolina. And that, we was the, to win this game. and that was the most important part.
4: But, Don, I appreciate you right. On Sunday, last Sunday, when the Bears played the Saints, I had to work the Bears game. And oh, no, that was Bears Unleashed. Then I had to work the Bears game. Then I did post game. Then I came and did sports zone on Fox 32 at 10 o'clock. And then came right here and did the overnight show, 12 to 5. That's how much I love the Bears. I just, I can't get enough. If there was another show to do at 5 o'clock, if Molly was sick and they said, Gabe, do you want to do 10 straight hours? Absolutely. Just give me some caffeine. Right. Feed me, though. Facts. Because like I mentioned before, I'm trying to get some food. So downstairs, you know what we got, Robbie? I didn't even tell you what I bought us. Taco Burrito King. Ooh. Fire. Got us some Al pastor Junior Burritos. No horchata, though, because I need caffeine.
1: I hope that's not a problem in the third hour. <laughs>
4: nah. TBK, man. You got to hold, you know. And it's the one from Greek Town, so they're not, not going to disrespect you like that. Uh, but hopefully you guys are fed. Hopefully you guys are feeling good. I know I am. Bears win 16-13 over the Carolina Panthers. Taking your calls, man. It's a Plumbers 911 Football Monday on a Friday. What are you doing this Sunday? Uh don't let your significant other steal your joy. Make sure you plan something in advance, all right? Uh, but let's go out to these phone lines. I want to hear about you. I want to hear what you're thinking. What do you think about this bearish scene? Too much negativity. Where, where, where are the people that are feeling good right now? I, I, need, some, I need some joy on this radio right now. 312 644 6767. Let's go to Eric. Eric, what, what you got to say about hey. Justin Fields, man? That's all you're thinking about after this game?
6: You know, I've, I've been listening to everybody and you know what bothers me is I, Justin takes too much of the blame to a certain extent I can understand because he's the quarterback and it's always the ball is always in his hands but I I don't know it it just really bothers me because I think the problem is getsi look at the Denver game and look at the um at the Washington game that's the kid I remember from Ohio State. Now you look at the the um, Minnesota game. You know what was that all about? Um, I I don't know. What 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 are your thoughts on it?
4: Yeah, stay right there for a second, Eric, because I I I do think that there should be a larger discussion about Luke Getzey and his future with the Chicago Bears. And I'll never want nobody to lose their job like that, right? But this is a business. You hear everybody talk about it, and I'm a fan, so like. These guys are gonna be all right. And a guy like Lou Getze, do I think he's the do I think he's the the best offensive coordinator for the Bears to get them to where they want to go? No. No, I don't. I, I I like there was there was one play, I think it was in the second or first quarter. I took some really good notes today. Um there was a there was one play where Tyson Bagent didn't check down and or excuse me, didn't change the play. Oh, here we go. Oh, it was the first drive of the game. The first pass was D.J. Moore. The second play, the play call was right. But Bajan should have audible out of it. It looked like they were in a zone. It was another first down after D.J. got that one. And you could have got like four or five yards had you ran the ball into that zone. Instead, because of a good play call, right, the problem was it was just up against the zone. Again, it's just things like that where I'm like, okay, I really would have liked a couple of first down runs, which I went to go look up, Eric. I went to go look up, like, why don't the Bears run the ball more on first down? And the odds that the Bears are actually sixth in the league in r- rushes on first down. Sixth in the league. I would never have thought of that because I don't think we do it enough. Uh, but we do it like around 20 some percent of the time. And it's like sixth in the league, which is crazy. Uh, but, but Luke gets you. again, that's somebody that we got to have a bigger discussion about. Whether or not we think, it's not that we think he's good, right? I have an issue with an offensive coordinator that says the game plan is going to be the same regardless of what quarterback is going to be under center. That doesn't sound right. If I have Tyson Bates that I know can get the ball out quickly and that's his strength, right? Then I'm run, run, pass, run, run, pass, run, run, pass. That's my game plan for Tyson Bates. For Justin Fields, it's a little more open, right? I'm not leaning on the run as much. I know Justin could do what I'm calling design runs for him. I'm, I'm rolling him out, giving some bootlegs. I can do I can do a lot more things with him. It shouldn't be the exact same. But again, there's a larger discussion to be had about Luke Getze in the Chicago Bears offense. All right, we're taking your phone calls. I'm ready for them. Again, I'm here till five o'clock. Kicking off your plumbers nine one one football Monday on a Friday after me. Molly and Hall are gonna take the show. Bernstein and Holmes. Uh, then Parkinson Spiegel, and then Zach Zayman just told me he's going to be filling in for me tomorrow night. So you'll have Zach Zayman to round the whole thing out. But we have you covered. Bears coverage right here on 670 to score all Friday long. Do not go anywhere. You got thoughts? I want to hear them. Are you embarrassed? There you go. I'll leave you with this one. Are you embarrassed? I was embarrassed, even though the Bears won. Something about it didn't feel right. Just the whole thing was just like, are we worse than the Carolina Panthers and we just got we just got lucky? Because then if that's the case, Arizona's about to get Kyler Murray back. And if Carolina's better than the Bears, then the Bears are once again the worst team in the NFL. What do you think? 3 644 67 67 If you're on hold, they got you right after the break. Don't go anywhere. It's Gabe Ramirez on 670 the score.
7: About this second
0: half, we got
8: some things up our sleeve. So, huh? Did we see what was up your sleeve? Did you use it? Or, I don't know, what's up yours? (laughs) It's time for score overnights.
3: It's Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score and on 670thescore.com
4: in Odyssey Station. I think the follow up to the question was equally as lame as the statement itself. I got someone up my sleeve. (laughs) What you got? Did we see what was up your sleeve? I don't know. What you got up your (laughs) sleeve? Like what are you talking about, bro? Are these dad jokes? I don't even know what's going on. Oh man, I'm a dad. And I don't even get them. All right, let's go to John from Elston. Um, so John, you went to the game, so you didn't. You weren't privy to that. During the halftime, uh, they talked to to Coach Ibraflus, and he just like giddily, like a 13 year old prepubescent teen, was like, "We got something up our sleeve." <laughs> it was so stupid. Um, but what do you think of the game itself as a whole?
2: Uh, well, I definitely tell you, I, I don't feel like he had anything up his sleeve. It looked like you're watching uh, Division II college uh, football.
6: Oh, man.
2: Um, but from Section 430, me and my buddy uh, definitely had a great time. However, some key takeaways that uh, him and I were talking about on the car ride home was uh, Kyler Gordon, man. He looked really, really good as far as the stuff in the run. Um, so definitely seeing progress there. On the offensive side of the ball, um, Roshan Johnson, you know, a couple carries that he had, he's hitting the hole hard, finding some gaps. I like how he's grabbing those five yard carries. Um, but the biggest takeaway was the offensive line. They had a lot of time in the pocket, um, had a couple of receivers open like 25 to 30 yards down the field that he missed. Um, hoping when Justin comes back, he's able to kind of pick up on those. But man, when that line is healthy, honestly, like we haven't had a line like that in a long time. So, Just being able to observe that and see that kind of time and patience that quarterback's able to have um, could be a changing point going forward. I'll hang up and let you guys talk, but thanks for taking my call.
4: No problem. couple things. Just me by myself, so you're only listening to me talk. And so feel free to stay on the line so we can have a conversation. Um, Two, either you're really good at talking when you're drunk or you didn't drink a lot at the game, which I really also respect as well. Um, I love everything you said. And I really want to uh, touch on, first and foremost, we'll get the easy stuff out the way. Roshan Johnson, that's the only one that I disagree with you on. I think what was highlighted there was the fact that the Bears made a mistake in starting Roshan Johnson over Deontay Foreman. Is Roshan Johnson a hard runner? Yeah, that's what equated to his concussion, right? Um, But is he he as big and and imposing as Deontay Foreman? No. And I've been preaching that he should have been the starting running back since the beginning of the season to let Khalil Herbert be the change of pace guy, but yet here we are. So I think Roshan, yeah, I, yeah, he just looks smaller than Deontay. Now let's talk about the other two things you said. Kyler Gordon, unreal game for Kyler Gordon. Could have had that pick six. But Kyler Gordon, I think what we, sometimes we, me too, I want to be very clear, I'm included in this bunch. A lot of times, you know, we think players are like, that. we think football's like Madden. And you're like, oh, Kyler Gordon's back. Right, He was hurt. Now he's back. It's all good. And even I was complaining like, man, ever since Kyler Gordon got back from this injury, I feel like I haven't heard his name. I haven't seen him do anything. And oftentimes we, again, I'm putting myself at the top of that list, forget that, yeah, you're back because you're healthy enough to play, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're 100%. And what we're seeing now is something similar to the Kyler Gordon we saw at the very tail end of last year which is a motivated defender that understands his assignment, where he should be, but also has a knack for the game, has the ability to, kind of like Sanborn, right, to be around the ball, have that tackle for a loss, find the creases to, to blitz the gap. And I think that's something that, that was important for me uh, was to see Kyler Gordon do just that. And then the offensive line. Great point. I'm so glad you said that. Bears allowed zero sacks on the day. That's impressive for a team that, for the last couple of years, is just what well, seems like giving up a, 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 the most sacks in the NFL. Um, so no sacks says excuse me says a lot. No interceptions by Tyson Bajan. Way to clean that up and look what happens as a result of it. But you're right, Olin Krutz said it in the I think when he was talking to to the guys. He said that he'd prefer Tevin Jenkins to stay as at right guard to be alongside Darnell right for the future, so they can learn each other, understand how to play, and then if you can get that center of the future. Now the three of you know just building it right. But the offensive line did a great job. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, they loved running the ball. That's what that's what we most certainly know. Net rushing yards, 133 for the Chicago Bears. It's pretty impressive. On 37 rushes, just just running it down your throat. Hope you liked it. Bears win, 16-13. It's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 to score. Let's go out to uh, Jack out in Rockford, and let's talk about Justin Fields a little bit, right? Because that's one person we didn't get a chance to see. And I know all of us wish he would have played today.
1: I most certainly did wish we could see him. I I wanna talk about Justin and a little bit about Bajent and I also have a question about Eberflus. Yeah. First of all, about tonight's game. I really believe that uh Justin makes that throw to Tyler Scott over the middle, the the one that Kirk Eberstrut had uh had uh yeah. made mention to. Um I just don't think that Bajent makes that throw, even if he sees it. I don't know if he did or not. That's a great point. But uh but regardless, like I just, he's, the talent is, is, it's a huge discrepancy and I don't think it's an argument. And I think we need to get off the idea that Beijing could re- somehow replace fields. So really the question becomes is whether or not the next draft pick is going to replace fields. And you, I think you suggested that fields might not be the guy. No, I didn't, I didn't, I I didn't suggest it.
4: I didn't suggest it. I said it.
1: Okay. You said it okay. fair yeah. enough. Yeah. So, um, First of all, uh, and this was kind of a question I had for Olin and Patrick, but like think about that two thousand and six super Bowl team. Would you rather have Rex or Kyle, or would you rather have fields in that moment in that game, right? I mean, like, come on, I mean, we can't argue that point like I mean yeah, I know yeah, that you can. Phoenix yes, didn't... you can absolutely you can
4: but you you you, so can. you you would rather have Rex and that and that no, 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 what I'm saying is cZ that's where you're, you're you're trying to do a this versus that thing, and what I'm saying is the productivity from the quarterback position would be exactly the same. You still have a crappy quarterback that you wish you had somebody else under center in place of them. Is what I'm saying. Well, so, I, so, you can't I tell would, me you want to yeah. you want a D you want a D quarterback to a C minus quarterback. I want an A quarterback. That's my argument when well, it comes to Justin Fields. Not what would have happened in 2006 if Justin Fields would have been the quarterback. You know what happened? Peyton Manning still would have whooped that ass, and Bears still would have lost. But, because it wouldn't have been a good you enough are, quarterback play.
1: Okay, maybe so, but let me just say this: that like, even though you have this idea that you have Rex, or Rex is in that game, right? And he obviously uh, couldn't get hold it on, done. Hold on, hold on, time, my time, my like,
4: time, my time, on, Jack, Jack. Hold on. All right, I right. want, I want to save you from this. Let's not do a two thousand six Super Bowl Rex Grossman versus Justin Fields comparison right here. Let's talk about okay, Justin Fields yeah. on this team against Tyson Bajan or against the future quarterback that could be in
1: twenty twenty four. Okay, far, fair enough. All right. Well then, l- let me can, let me move off of yeah. fields and let me just ask a question about about Eberflus. Sure. Do you believe that Eberflus ha- still has the full support of this team? Do you feel that this That's a great I mean question. I, I felt like the, I felt like the the defense was playing hard tonight and that they were were doing all they could to 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 play play well? And um, I just wondered if if the hole is too deep for Eberflus. And I'm not trying to make an argument for Eberflus. I don't I don't care one way or the other. But like, if they start winning games, and if if Fields comes back, and if they can put something together, number one, does he come back? And number two, does that is that what we even want to see?
4: Jack, thanks for the call, man. I got to be honest, I, I love super articulate. I love everything you're saying. I love all your points. Definitely jotted stuff down. So I really want you to listen to. You know what I have to say in, in regards to your statements. First one is you said Justin Fields makes the throw to Tyler Scott. I, I cringed when you said it, but you followed it up by saying um, that that Tyson Bajan doesn't make that throw even if he sees it, which I really love because he he wants to show his arm in certain instances, but only when he's hundred percent confident. And clearly, he didn't feel confident in making that throw or seeing that that middle of the field or not or not know or didn't notice that the safety was had come down a little bit. So I do like that. With Justin Fields and made that throw, I mean, how many times have we seen videos of Justin Fields missing receivers, whether it be DJ Moore or, you know, someone else up the middle? Same thing, running that seam route. So I, I think Justin's more likely to make that throw because he does have confidence in his arm, and he is looking for that big play. So I, I do agree with you on that. But would he have made it, like, 100% certainty? I feel like he would have made that throw. I'm not sure that um, Bajan can't replace Fields, that we know without question. And I do think we should draft a quarterback regardless of what Fields does for the last eight games of the season. Regardless. Take, you cannot, you cannot have a top one, two, three pick two years in a row in the NFL and not address the quarterback position. And, and especially with a guy that, Everyone is not sold on, right? You just, it's foolish. It would be foolish of you to to spend two drafts with that high of draft compensation and not take a quarterback. Because then if you fail, you're the idiot that's now mediocre for the next five years and you can't get that first pick or quarterback that can change your franchise. You got to just do it now, right now. Don't wait. Because then if Justin Fields works out, well, you got two assets and you can move on from there. If he doesn't, you have your contingency plan. The best possible one. And when it comes to Iberflus and the support of the team, it's a great question. Because I genuinely think, if I were to answer that honestly with just what I feel in my heart of hearts, I think half the locker room rolls their eyes at Iberflus. They're like, bro, this team sucks. You suck. Like, we ain't going nowhere. Like, we ain't got no talent. You know what I mean? Like, when you get into that rut when your team sucks and you just – you know you're about to get out of there, like if you're Chase Claypool or something like that, right? So I think half the team probably felt like that like, you know, a week ago or something. I think they know he's not the best, right? But but look at that defense. They're motivated. Why? Because they're healthier. Because they're, they have the – there's talent being added. They know that now they can then showcase themselves a little bit more. We saw with Zach Pickens. You saw with Javon Dexter – creating uh, pressure you saw with uh justin jones you saw oh my god did you see how many times sweat made bryce young look like a toy bro there was one play where he threw him to the ground and even i was like damn like and he was like like you're a little bitch like it literally threw him to the ground after the play like he was running towards him and then he's just like i don't even i'm not gonna get caught for no flag on this and it was like like even he it felt like he thought to himself I can't believe I'm this close to you, and I know I can't sack you, but I'm going to push your little ass to the ground. It was a great play. I loved it. But the defense, they have a renewed energy, and that is what gets me excited about this Bears team, not just for this season, but moving forward. If you're looking for an area that you can lean on, something that makes you feel good, something that makes you feel like home, the defense of the Chicago Bears and the performance that they put on today. I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is 670. The score It's a Plumbers 911. Football Monday on a Friday. Bears defeat the Carolina Panthers 16-13. to And we're taking your phone calls. I want to hear what you think. What do you think about the game? What do you think about the Bears, where they're at? Are you embarrassed to be a Bears fan still? 312-644-6767. Let's go to Allen. Allen, where are you calling from, man?
3: Um, Buffalo Grove. Buffalo Grove, the BG. Yeah.
4: Shout out to the Northside yeah. suburbs. All right, talk to me about this Bears victory
3: uh i've been a bear fan since bobby douglas so watching quarterbacks but anyways um no, a few things um first of all the um that play that you know either whatever his name either um that third and seven call at the end of the game that was really one of the dumbest calls you're throwing the ball third and seven when you got a kicker i thought that about that i mean it was terrible i mean no one's even said anything about because he um alan the they, wanted to, that one, they wanted
4: to they wanted to quote-unquote seal the game.
3: <laughs> right. They wanted to seal the game with the quarterback that, who I think is really good, that shows they he has faith in him, I guess, because if you didn't have faith, he wouldn't have a quarterback throwing the ball on third and seventh. But it, it was just a really dumb, stupid call. You don't do that, when, especially when the defense has playing good against an offense that isn't doing anything. I mean, it was a horrible call. The guy, I mean, it was just... One of the worst calls I ever saw. Plus I had I had um I had um Carolina four points. So I was getting really when he threw that ball I'm like no. And then when they completed, I'm like, yes, but still it was disappointing. It was it was a really I got that early in the week, four points, so that was good. But um anyways, um but that, it was really I mean no one's bringing that up because he completed a pass, but it was it was an awful call. It was it was terrible. It was just like when he didn't have
4: Well Alan, yeah. what do you think about Coach Iberflus just as a as a as a leader of men, specifically your team for the next couple
3: of years, do I don't mind it. Was, yeah, I don't same, mind it at all. Same. I mean, I think the team plays. Um, actually, they, their defense is, um, you know, is getting better. I like the offense, honestly, the way they run it is They play that kind of that West Coast offense. So, but um, as far as quarterbacking, um, you know, I, I watched tonight. If you were to tell someone, hey, which quarterback is was the first pick in the overall NFL draft last year, I don't think anyone would take taking Young over Jens. I mean, he may not have had a great game, but you watch the guy's skills and everything. I mean, he he definitely had has a lot of talent. And just because he was an undrafted free agent, everyone's, that's all I heard is he's an undrafted free agent. Doesn't mean he can't be good. The last time I looked at the San Francisco 49ers cut Cut their quarterback, who's the same type of athlete as um, as um, Fields. They drafted him like like the third pick, not eleven. They got rid of Trey Lance to pick a guy that was the last guy in the um that was um uh, irrelevant. So if a guy could, you can see the guy can play, the agent. I mean, he's not he's definitely got some talent. I think tonight he was a little gun shy or they what, that, what What do you think you know, his ceiling
4: is, Allen? I mean, it, it's, before I let you go, what do you think? As I'm rubbing my my head, what do you think it's, his ceiling you know is? What?
3: It's hard to say because it's only after four games, but you can't see like um, that the guy is big, he's 6'5". Yeah, you know, but give me a ceiling. The... Yeah, I
4: don't, you Don't well, speak so highly of a guy saying so you, you know look what? better than Bryce Young
3: well, and not well, give me a how ceiling. Can you, how can you do a ceiling? I, I see a guy that actually kind of reminds me of Justin Herbert. But you're laughing. Why are you laughing? I mean, because he oh, can't, just
4: Justin Herbert got a literally a rocket for an arm. He could throw it probably like. Oh, so
3: this guy has a quick release. See, that's the thing. You just, you're just saying because the guy was not drafted. People. No, I'm not. The, no, Kurt I'm Warner. not. No, 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 so no, I'm no, not. I'm I'm not. Saying. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner was bagging groceries when he played. So, and so what? At him. Is, and Tyson so Bates is not it's Kurt the same Warner. Thing. No, it's not it, the same thing. It's the same, Tyson, but, but, because but it's Tyson the same thing. Tyson Ball, but Tyson Everyone laughed at him and said he couldn't be anything. It turned out this guy has some talent. You could see it. I I don't know. I'm just saying he's, he's yeah. got the same side. I hear you. As I, I'll, I'll agree he's with you. He's mobile like him. He's Alan, got a like him.
4: Alan, I'll agree with you in that he has talent. That we can't take away from him. Right? All right.
3: So he's, you tell me this. If you look at Herbert and him, I'm not saying that he's Stop third it. But I'm asking, that sounds he – Hold on a minute.
4: Even when you start like that, it sounds foolish. When you say, look at Herbert and look at Bajan, Come on, yeah. Allen. We
3: got well, Allen. Okay, Allen. Look, okay, look at the height. They're the same height. Uh, yeah, Mobility, yeah, yeah, they're both, both white
4: guys that are handsome. That, that's what, that's, that's the only. Releases? That's the
3: only thing you're going to tell me.
4: Justin Herbert uh, is Justin Herbert throwing for like five thousand yards.
3: Yeah, big deal. He's on an offense that throws. The guys played four games so far. He's two and two. Look at all the number one draft choices that had worse all records right. than him. All and right. if I, you want go to, I, I'm not saying the guys, just but you know no, what, the no, guys. I hear you. People, I hear you. They're just the saying because he wasn't drafted, people are saying he isn't good, but if you watch him, you, you see the guy has some, he has skill. He's got he's mobile, right. he's good. big, he has a chance to be something. That's what I'm you. saying. I, got I'm saying. You. I hear you.
4: So, I I hear I hear what you're saying, and then I. I want to, you know, validate your feelings. He is tall. He has a quick release. He is talented. The the issue, right, and I think this is something that I talked about with Tyson Bajan, right? When you're looking at the natural bell curve of quarterbacks in the nfl there are your top five or six that are on one side of the bell curve right that are your 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 jesus why am i drawing with josh allen's you <laughs> because <laughs> like, he's throwing me off with the justin herbert thing you're josh allen's you're you're you know what i'm saying patrick mahomes those guys that live in the top right the Tuas, the jalen Hurts's, right those live at the top then you got like the bottom of the like the daniel jones's and the you know those guys that are on that side, and then you got this like mushy middle, right? And you have to be very clear, Alan, right? That in that middle, the deviation is very small, right? So even though you're tall, you know, you're, you get the ball out quick and you you have poise. It's like when you build a character in a game; they only give you so many tokens to like put into different attributes. But ultimately, in the very beginning stages, everybody's kind of like the same. They just do different things, but they're kind of the same. That's what Tyson Bajan is. A guy like Justin Herbert does not live in that same mushy middle of the quarterback bell curve of the NFL. And again, so so so, I want, I hope you heard that, Alan, that I'm not saying that Tyson Bajan is not good because he's still on that bell curve of NFL quarterbacks, which is only, what, 50 people 60 people that are that good are good enough right so that's a small little sample size you have there but the bell curve still exists and so that's why we can't wait to see Justin Fields to see where is he at on that bell curve is he a guy that can be part of that Patrick Mahomes conversation top five top eight can he be that guy or is he you know I don't think he's at the bottom. I think that that's without question. So, or is he just in the middle with everybody else? Is he uh, you know, is he gonna be a journeyman like uh, Baker Mayfield and, you know, win a couple games but lose a couple games, but not good enough to take it to the promised land? I don't want that. And I don't want you to want that. I want you to have a top five quarterback. I want to have a top ten quarterback. That person is in the draft, hopefully, right? That's what we're hoping. All right, let's take some more calls. It's Gabriel Ramirez. That's my name, and I am hanging out with you till five o'clock. It's a plumber's nine one one football Monday on a Friday. Got a ho- DJ Moore going to be talking to and Hall nine o'clock. Jalen Johnson, he's going to be talking to Parkinson Spiegel. A slew of others in between, but I will be with you till five o'clock taking your phone calls three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Let's go to Rich. Rich, where are you calling from? I'm calling from beautiful downtown Hoffman Estates. Oh, love downtown Vacation Hoffman Estates. Hot hotspot of north central Illinois. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The hotel prices are through the roof out there. Uh, talk to me. What you got to say about this Bears game? Oh, my God. Okay, so I
7: actually was watching on Prime Video from work, and I rarely scream at my own TV. But tonight I felt deeply compelled to tell Tyson Bajan to stop trying to throw 30-yard passes. because he, <laughs> he couldn't hit a wide-open guy 25 yards downfield. He doesn't have any. Tonight, you know, the guy's saying he has talent. Yeah, he ended up with, what, 58% completions? He was hitting nobody more than 15 yards away anywhere. I don't care if he was throwing a screen. If that ball was going more than five yards in the air, it was not going to be caught. It was depressing to
4: watch. Longest pass of the day on was 16. The hand, longest pass of the day was 16 yards for Tyson Bajan. but he did throw he did complete 60% of his passes. But the longest longest great. play was 16 that, that's yards. That's
7: amazing. That that's very mediocre, praise God. <laughs> yes, so it is. On a, the other hand, you're you're using the illustration of a game. Patrick Mahomes is an overpowered rogue in an open world <laughs> RPG. He's going to beat you with five different weapons and you're not going to notice until he's already gone by. Tyson Bajan is a bard walking in with just a freaking drum saying, I'm going to defeat you with this bad song. (laughs) So it's, it's, it's all right. I get it. He's, he's good enough to be in the league. He's better than 99% of the people playing football anywhere right now. Preach. But he's not a good NFL quarterback. He's lower tier. He's the case
4: Keenum of the bears. Oh, good comp. Good comp. Somebody that's good, but not good enough. Somebody's decent, I should exactly. say, but not good enough. Oh, that's a good comp. Case up He really should have a notebook. So what do you he think? Really right. So what do you think about the last caller that was saying, you know, Tyson, uh, Tyson Basin equals Justin Herbert?
7: Uh, well, okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> Justin Herbert. It they may be both six five, but Justin Herbert is terrifying. If you give him a a line in three seconds, he will beat you. You give Tyson Vagent a line in three seconds, and he will find a way to miss the guy. I love it. He's going to look right down the line at, at DJ and say, you know what, I can't reach you. Sorry, man. I can't reach you. Yeah. Come I, back I, this way.
4: It's, it's, I think it's, I think, you know, it's funny, the funny thing.
2: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medella the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago,
8: Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
4: All right, Rich, I think a majority of Bears fans feel that way and but and I think those that that believe in Tyson Bajan still, I think it's more so Or I would like to think or hope to think that it's their fandom that is taking over and and their opinions.
7: You had had a previous caller mentioning Rex and Kyle, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember Lovey saying, Rex is our quarterback
4: every time.
7: It's great. I'm I'm glad he was and and he got you all the way to the Super Bowl and he threw a rainbow for 20 yards. I mean, Bernie Kosar had a stronger arm. (laughs) Anyway, I hear you. Thanks that, for the call, Rich. That's all I got. That's all I got, man. I'm I'm not even a Bears fan. I'm an old Cowboys fan, but I have been following the Bears since '75. Ouch. And and that guy talked about he's been following them since Bobby Douglas. Bobby Douglas was a running quarterback. Tyson Bagent isn't a running quarterback. He's not a throwing quarterback. He is a great notebook carrier. Let him have his notebook. Don't deprive that man.
4: I appreciate the call, Rich. Thanks for that, man. That's what we're doing. This is your sounding board right now. 312 644 6767. Am I doing regular break? Like, am I going to break right now or like at 57? All right, cool. I want to take more of your phone calls. Got my guy Sheik on the on ho. We got a couple of others. And there's a couple lines open. Dustin, I'm going to get to you as well. All right. 312 644 Sixty-seven, sixty seven. You got some Bears thoughts after a victory? Defeat the Carolina Panthers, sixteen-thirteen. What's on your mind? I want to hear it. Three one two, six four-four, sixty-seven, sixty-seven. It's Gabe Ramirez right here on Chicago Sports Radio, six seventy the score.